This is Saturday morning's must-listen formal. Set to go. Ready. Waiting. The best minds in the business are ready to have their say. This is the Melbourne Racing Panel. Great to have the panel assemble for the next hour to look at Australia Stakes Day at Mooney Valley. We're on a soft five at this stage. Hot conditions forecast. Rail stays in the true position from the meeting there last week. As I welcome in David Gately, Mark Hunter and Jamie Rogers to the program. Firstly, Gator, welcome back. Good to be back, mate. And right on the eve of another carnival. So um, it's shaping as a ripper. How are you feeling on the fresh side today? No, feeling okay. If I could shake these injuries off, I'd be happier. But um, as I say, it's, uh, it's just a terrific horse flesh and, and equine athletes either at the trials and some of them at race day today in a couple of states. Lovely to, to get your thoughts on a couple of the features perhaps in a state at the end of this hour. We'll focus on the meeting at the Valley to start with. And Mark Hunter, I believe you've been out in recent times to have a look at the Valley track, have a walk of it. Good morning to you. Morning, Warren. Yeah, went out and had a look yesterday. Rail, same spot as last week where it probably firmed up late in the day. You know, pounding had the perfect run, second last race, and the last race was pretty much on speed. Uh, they put plenty of water on, but there's not much they can do. It's going to get very hot, so who knows? Maybe it might race the same later in the day or halfway through the day. Jamie Rogers from the Tab. You've had a busy week as always. Jamie, good morning to you. Good morning, Warren. How are you today? Very well, thank you. What's the interest been in this meeting at the Valley so far? There's been uh, some good interest around this meeting, Warren. The best backed today at the Valley is coming out of the last, and that's race nine, number four in Worsfold. But the best backed runners around the country is actually coming out of Rose Hill, and that's race two, number one, King's Gambit. Currently at $1.35, and it's the best backed by a mile around the country. And then also in the expressway, race eight, number nine, Golden Mile, is currently at $2.10, and also one of the better backed runners of the entire country. Really interesting. We'll get a full preview of that meeting after nine o'clock with Nick Burney from Racing New South Wales and try and pinch a couple of thoughts from David Gately on some of those features, the two-year-olds and the expressway, the features at Rose Hill today where they are on a soft five rail out five metres. The Valley meeting kicks off over 2,500 metres. Staying contest, test the benchmark 100. It's clearer scratchings. Jamie, how's the market looking in the first? Well, Warren, we have a popular favourite here, but we'll start with the one in sound, who is at $6. and seen a bit of support at that price, but the best-backed runner is the two in Swords Drawn, currently at $3.10. Extra Elusive is at $61. See Marie, the four, at $5, has also been pretty popular at that price. Princess Rani's at $4.40 is actually pretty friendless so far. The six, never again, at $15.00. The seven, Sule Nawaj at $5 is the second best backed runner in this race. And then the eight, Eaton, hasn't seen too much interest, Warren, at $71. Gator, how do you think they might run along here? Look, I'm not, uh, I'm not overly sure. Um, there's not a, not a natural sort of leader, is there? I think Eaton's perhaps the most likely uh, to lead perhaps extra elusive, but I certainly don't think they'll, they'll tear along. Um, smallish field, but um, interestingly, you know, five or even six of, of the eight have been able to posse up inside the first four, so they can't all be there. So I wonder what um, what speed will generate the first 800, but it doesn't look fierce on paper. Look, I think Swords Drawn's the one to beat. Um, I think his first two runs this prep were terrific, zooming home. And they chased a good one last time in Spirit Ridge. Uh, he gaps the rest of them. There's no Spirit Ridge here. You saw a Spirit Ridge run well again on Thursday in Sydney um, behind the, the King's Horse there. So um, I think it's the right form. He's got to say the trip drops four kilos. 
Princess Rohini's, look, I expected better two runs ago. In hindsight, perhaps she's just ridden too warm. Uh, cold arrived last time, and hey, presto, uh, she was back. She's bred to stay, and she's in with 51 kilos. Sound. Look, he's not the horse he was, but he's certainly still capable at this level. And Suzle Nuage has uh, run on well against the race shape, and again closed well at Hillside, where it was another race, you know, in, uh, better to be handy. So in the mix for sure. 2-5-1 and 7 the first. How are you playing the first, Mark? I think it's an even race. Well, I'm going to tip number one, Sound. I think you've Sound. I think Sound's the best horse. It runs anywhere near its best form. It wins the race. The run two starts ago at Pakenham, sitting wide and running well. I don't think any other horse in this race could do that. And then went to Flemington every chance and was completely cast on the line at the end of the, the long trip. So my, my little worry is it's coming to the end of its campaign, but it goes forward, gets a great run, 57 kilos after the claim. If it can run to that pack and run two runs ago, I think it can win to beat number seven, Sulé Nuage, who is drawn well, will go forward on a moderate tempo, and the format of the last run is good. It's got a great hope. Two swords drawn. It's flying swords drawn. I think it was ridden forward to suit the race last time. I don't think that's the ideal way to ride the horse. It still ran well. I just worry a little bit where it gets to from the gate and the run it has in transit, and six never again, who was good two starts ago in a good race, trip too short, ridden too close last time. I'd forgive that. He's got some hope, but tricky little race. I'll go one, seven, two, and six. Mark Hunter playing the first with numbers one, seven, two, and six in a tricky little race. David Gately's numbers two, five, one, and seven. It will take a smart ride from Celine Gordray aboard number two, Swords Drawn, but gee, I think he's ready to win. Uh, as Mark said, he was ridden a little bit more forward. You could see Ollie working at him during the run last start, just keeping him interested and keeping him up on the bridle. And I think 2,500 metres will suit. He's probably going to be picking them off late, but Celine Gordray's adjusted her riding weight for this meeting down to 52 and a half. So that's to be able to make the weight on swords drawn, and I'm thinking she'll be rewarded with that. Two ahead of one, Sound, the stable mate, who's got the runs on the board, not badly treated this grade with the claim for Laura Lafferty. Seven, Sule Nuage gets the winkers on, going okay. Maps for a good run with Craig Williams aboard from an inside draw, and five, Princess Rani's. She got a beautiful run through to win last start, but Carleen Heffel gets on well with her and stays down in the weights after the claim. Two, one, seven and five for me in the first. Race two's over 2,040. It's a benchmark 70. Scratchings are numbers 8, 9, 16 and 17. How does the market look in race two, Jamie? Well, Warren, there's three horses in particular that have seen the support, but then some others have had a little bit of an interest. So we'll start with the three confrontational at $11 is one of those that's had a bit of a double. The four Mark Holt at $7 has also had a bit of interest. The five Accused is currently at $9. One of the better backed runners in this race is Fighting Arrow, currently at $4.80. The 10 Uniquely at 26 has had just a bit of an interest at the $6 for the place. And the best backed runner in this race is the 18 and Liberated Girl, currently at $4.60 and is now into that price of favouritism off the back of the support. How are you seeing the speed in race two, Mark? I'm not sure now, Warren. I thought Commando Drift would just roll across and get a pretty easy lead, but um, listening to Pat Carey, that's not going to happen. The horse is going to go back today, so we are left with maybe Accuse, uh, maybe Bold Bourbon, maybe Liberated Girl. Up in trip goes forward, but I can't see... If Commando Drift doesn't go forward, gee, I can't see much speed on paper. I'm going to tip number six, Fighting Arrow, but it always needs luck around the valley. It just took forever to wind up here a couple of go. Then... Just a bit held up at Flemington, ran on well. It'll be back. It'll need some luck, but it deserves a win to beat number 13, Hard Squeeze. 
who's fitter for three runs back, ready to win, got the two kilo claim. For Mark Colt, always had a little query at Mark Holt at 2,000 metres, but it was a good win last time. Might have come back in better order. And 14 Commando Drift, who, yeah, I thought could get a soft lead and run well. Just might need luck if it's going to go back. It might need luck to get in, but it's an improving stayer. 6, 13, 4 and 14. How are you playing this one, Gator? Yeah, I'm with Fighting Arrow as well. He looked home here. He was nailed by Highland Jack. He since run well again, then back and held up. But Flemington lost the winner, had full momentum. Flew late. Look, he was stiff. Uh, that winner was Princess Rahini. So he would have run earlier today for a further form reference. Accused top return win, tight track. Jumped to 1,700 Geelong. Beat Hasseltoff, who then, of course, turned the tables on him at Flemington. But this guy was solid. It was five weeks between the runs. Confrontation. I think he's flying still. Um... I thought he was a great value chance last time. He's never got out, so we'll never know. Uh, I was scared off by the barrier, but some scratchings have helped here. He, he can win if they can run on. And Mark Holt, uh, certainly in the mix, doesn't end there, but 6-5-3-4 for me. Yeah, David Gately's numbers in the second, 6-5-3-4. Mark Hunter going with numbers 6-13-4-14. and 14. Doesn't strike me as a tip-across-the-board style of horse fighting arrow, but I'm with him also. You want to back him each way. You probably can at the price available. He's consistent. Blake Shin having the ride on him last start, I, I think, is a positive. But he does hit that flat spot, so it'll take a, a really good ride from Blake Shin to be able to maintain momentum when he needs to. But he's going well enough to win. Six ahead of five. Accuse, who I think shaping like this trip will suit now. He was solid to the line Last start behind Hasseltoff after defeating Hasseltoff at Geelong the start before. 14, Commando Drift. It's a bit like Mark. I thought potentially might roll forward there. Had the benefit of the claim last start. Carries the weight with Fred Kersley here, but Fred knows the horse having won on her two starts ago. And if she is getting onto the back of the right horses, I think she's still in the mix. 13, hard squeeze, gets down on the weight, stays there with the claim for Carleen Heffel, arguably held up at a crucial stage last start. Thought it's an even race. My number's 6, 5, 14 and 13. You could certainly mount a case second up for number 11, Black Queen, from the Wallace stable and uh, a race where I'm not that confident, playing number 6, fighting arrow each way. Race 3, over the 1,600 metres for the fillies and mares, uh, benchmark 70. Take out number 5, Lady Adelaide, who went around public holiday Thursday meeting at Sandown. It would have had some impact on the market. Jamie, how's it look now? Yeah, it certainly did, Warren. That resulted in a 19-cent deduction. But we've still seen some support for some horses coming through. So the one electric bell is at $5. The two Tubby Two Tracks is one of the more popular runners this morning, currently at $7. The three My Rock Alley is at $9.50. The four Ballynora at $6 is also seeing a lot of support. So between Tubby Two Tracks and Ballynora, they're the best back that's coming through this morning. The favourite is the six Dane on Tour, Currently at $3.20. We've had a little bit of interest on the seven Strawberry Moon, currently at $7. And then the eight, no secret, is also at seven. Yeah, that interest on Strawberry Moon, I think she could be part of the speed. It looks like from an inside draw, Tubby Two Tracks will roll forward with the claim for Alice Wong and pretty much confirmed from Chris Beag chatting to him in the, the previous hour. So I think the speed, Tubby Two Tracks, perhaps Strawberry Moon, the, the other major component in the speed, they look to, to control the tempo, but relatively small field here. And I do think number six, Dane on tour has been racing well. Ollie's been a part of her development, this preparation with the David and Coral Feet stable. The blinkers stay on. She was solid behind So You See. Last starter, I think, 
that form's certainly good enough. And so you see he'd be going around a pretty short price favourite here. So with number six, Dane on tour, ahead of four, Ballynora, who's had that little fresh in but goes well here at the Valley. Got the momentum and perhaps some unlucky runners a couple of starts ago when she was able to win here but goes well for Sheridan Clark. Two tubby two tracks will give a sight riding the speed and if they go hard enough up front, the, the strongest closer might be number one, Electric Bell. Six, four, two and one for me. Race three, Gator, how are you seeing this one? Yeah, look, I'm leaning to, to Dane on tour also. It's building a terrific record at, at the mile. Uh, the last two have been the two with the blinkers on, and they've been um, really solid, haven't they? I mean, a win over Liberated Girl, there's no slouch. And then beat all bar a class act. You reference that in So You See. His borderline stakes great, we think. The one run here in the spring was uh, terrific. Um, she might get that 1-1 trail today, too. Belly Nora covered ground. Um, it was a top win two runs ago. No match for a smart one. Last day in Forbidden City, but she beat the rest easily. Now, she did beat Dane on tour when they clashed here in the spring and actually meets her two and a half kilos better. My Rock Ellie likes the fight at Lakeside. Lame last time and forgive. Strawberry Moon just keeps winning. Six, four, three and seven. How are you seeing this one, Mark? Nothing would shock here, Warren. Uh, look, I'll go with number three, My Rock Ellie, who comes off a little break. I thought its recent trial against Tuvalu was good. I thought it could park midfield, hopefully poke along the fence, into the clear at the right time. I think it's going to be a very bunch finish and just hope My Rock Alley can stick its nose out and get the job done here to beat number two, Tubby Two Tracks, who should roll to the top. Got the three kilo claim, should take running down. One electric bell. It's flying electric bell. Comes through good races for this, but we'll need luck from the back. And four, Belly Nora, who will go forward somewhere near the speed, beaten by a handy one last time, got the claim as well. It's another winning chance. Nothing would shock. I'll go three, two, one and four. Saying that nothing would shock, but uh, Dane on tour, who's well found in the market, not in your, your top four in what's obviously an even race to your eye. Your thoughts on Dane on tour, Mark? No, look, I could easily put it in, Warren. I, I, you know, it, it, it's going terrific since the blinkers have gone on, got a winning chance. Strawberry Moon is up in grade, but I wouldn't fall over if it won. And no secret, whilst disappointing last time at short odds, you know, the run before was great form for a race like this. So I guess I just threw the darts and I didn't land on number six. Mark Hunter's numbers three, two, one, and four. David Gately, race three, going with six, four, three, and seven. My numbers in race three, six, four, two, and one. What one via the SMS? Uh, obviously not up to date with the situation at Cranbourne last night. What happened? Why was there a wet patch at Cranbourne last night? Short answer is they don't know. The track was rated a good four at the uh, the start of the day, and a wet patch was identified about an hour, hour and a half before the start of the meeting when the jockey started walking the track. But reports are that patch wasn't there earlier on in the day. Racing Victoria and the Cranbourne Turf Club will conduct an investigation into what the cause of that wet patch was. So the answer will come to light following that investigation. And Racing Victoria are looking at options in terms of trying to reschedule that meeting but that will also be contingent on the investigation and finding out if there was uh, anything that caused or what did cause that issue with the track that deemed it to be unsafe last night time for a break on the melbourne form panel it's 21 after eight